When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, that's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L, and also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Um, we are now one-third of the way through the NFL season, through week six of the 18-week regular season. So we're going to take a look at several veteran newcomers as acquisitions either in free agency um, or by trade that are making uh, good contributions for their new teams. First up is Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill was headed into the last year of a three-year extension with the um, Kansas City Chiefs, and the receiver market started going haywire, so signability became an issue with him in Kansas City. He was in March. He was dealt to the Dolphins for five draft picks: 2022 first-round pick, second-round pick, fourth-round pick, and 2023 fourth and sixth-round picks. As a part of the trade, he'll receive a four-year, $120 million contract extension on paper, making him the first $30 million per year non-quarterback. There's $72.2 million in total guarantees, 52.3. $52.535 million, uh, fully guaranteed at signing. Now, as far as I'm concerned, this is a $25 million per year extension. $75 million over three years because there's $45 million in 2026, the final contract year. Now, another team which Hill was considering um, was the Jets. Came down to him being traded to the uh, Jets or the Dolphins. Big reason, he said he didn't want to go to the Jets. We actually have a better record um, right now than the Dolphins, 4-2 and two versus 3-3, three and three, uh, is the state income tax situation. Florida, tax-free state, no state income tax. The Jets technically are called the New York Jets, but their facility is in New Jersey, so if you li- lived in New Jersey, state income tax rate of 10.75%, one of the highest in the nation. So... One thing that you'd have to assess in a situation like that is what would be the gross amount you'd have to make in New York for the net amount to be equal. So obviously it would have been a higher deal from a gross standpoint. But nonetheless, he said recently, state income tax one of the reasons. Now, Hill, in his six games with the Dolphins, has put himself in position to be a leading candidate for NFL Offensive Player of the Year. He's caught 50 passes for 701 yards, has two touchdowns, 50 receptions for second NFL. 
701 receiving yards are first. And he's been doing this with a rotating uh, cast of quarterbacks. Tua Tungvaloa, um, as we know, had that concussion. The one that's knocked him out the past couple of weeks looked really nasty in the Thursday night game against the uh, Bengals. He's expected to return this week. But it's been Tua, Teddy Bridgewater, and rookie Skylar Thompson. So doesn't matter who the quarterback is. That's kind of reminiscent of what you saw with DeAndre Hopkins in a couple of his final seasons with the Houston Texans. You could throw, you could trot out mediocre quarterback after mediocre quarterback, and he was still going to produce. Now, um, I'm not equating that cast of characters to the Dolphins cast of characters to those guys. Um, those guys were were less heralded and less regarded. But nonetheless, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Tyreek Hill is producing. Now, he's on pace for 1,986 receiving yards. Um, that's what he's projected to over the 17-game regular season. Remember, an extra regular season game has been added um, starting last year. So that would break the record if he sustains the pace. Calvin Johnson set in 2012 in 16 games of 1,000. 964 receiving yards. Now let's turn our attention to another receiver, and that's A.J. Brown of the Eagles. Um, didn't really see this coming, and it was part of the as rapidly escalating receiver market that on uh, the middle of the first round, the Titans traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles for first and third round picks in this year's draft, in the 2022 draft. They did that as opposed to pay him. And he got a four-year, $100 million extension with slightly over $57 million in guarantees with the trade. Now, he's made all the difference in the world to the um, Philadelphia offense. Jalen Hurts has taken a big step forward this year and is looking like an MVP candidate with the Browns' arrival. Um, You could say that Brown's arrival has kind of had the same impact or similar impact that Stephon Diggs' arrival had on Josh Allen a couple of years ago when he was acquired from the Vikings. Um, Eagles are 6-0, the league's only undefeated team. Now, A.J. Brown, 33 catches, 503 yards, two touchdowns in six games. He is sixth in the NFL with the 503 um, receiving yards. Now, he is on pace to easily shatter from a receiving yard standpoint his career best of 1,075 yards with the Titans um, that he had in the 2020 season. He's on pace for 1,425 receiving yards. Same thing with catches. His career high, 70 catches, same 2022 season. He's on pace for 94 receptions. So you got two wide receivers from teams that didn't want to pay him. With the receiver market going haywire, there were four wide receivers in the $20 million per year club when the offseason began. By the time the regular season started, we had 14, and that included um, Julio Jones getting released uh, from the uh, Titans. Um in March. So receivers at the high end 
moving teams made a difference, big difference so far. Let's move on to a couple of uh, edge rushers. Von Miller, uh, 33 years old, um, left the Los Angeles Rams, who won the Super Bowl, to go to the Buffalo Bills, was willing to give the Dallas Cowboys a hometown discount um, to go back to Texas, where he's from, but they they don't need him. They got a great pass rush. Um, In Buffalo, he's helped transform an already very good team to a favorite in the uh, AFC to get to the Super Bowl. Um, There's a 33-year-old. Has six sacks so far this year, which is tied for second in the NFL. He's got 26 quarterback pressures. By quarterback pressures, I mean combined quarterback hits, quarterback hurries, and sacks. That 26 is uh, fifth in the league. He signed a um, six-year, $120 million contract with uh, $51.435 million in guarantees. $45 million is fully guaranteed. Um the $120 million is just for cosmetic purposes. He's not going to play the latter part of the, the deal. This was, to me, just so he could say he signed a bigger contract than um, what he signed is a franchise player with the um, Denver Broncos in 2016 when that was a contract which averaged uh, $19,183,333 which made him at the time the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL. Um, this one, $20 million per year average. Realistically, it's $70 million um, over four years uh, for $17.5 million a year. Now, the reason that I say that is he's got $50 million in the last two years, and there's $30 million in 2027. So um, he's not going to complete this contract like he uh, did the last one. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers decided their window is now this year. And one thing that you should do as a team is when you have a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback on a rookie contract, that's your one time where you can amass talent while the quarterback is cheap. Justin Herbert is in the third year of his contract, will be eligible for a contract extension after the season. Um, Cap number for 2023 will still be low. 2025 is when the cap number will probably start to rise, still be somewhat manageable, but after that, you can forget it because Herbert's probably going to be a $50 million per year quarterback. Now, the Chargers are 4-2, haven't played their best football yet, but they brought in a bunch of guys through trade and through free agency after barely missing the playoffs last year. Mack was acquired from a rebuilding Chicago Bears team for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. Um, He only played seven games last year because of a left foot injury uh, that required surgery and kept him out for most of the uh, uh, year. Um... But doesn't look like he's ever had surgery because he's tied for second along with Von Miller and a couple other people with six sacks, and he's got 22 quarterback pressures. Zadarius Smith is an interesting case. Um, Smith was a 
salary cap casualty uh, by the Packers um, in the offseason. He only played two games in 2021, regular season opener, then had back surgery and came back for the playoffs. Uh, he spurned the team that drafted him, the Baltimore Ravens for the Vikings, during that uh, 48-hour window before free agency starts. Uh, Smith had agreed to a four-year, $35 million contract worth up to $50 million through performance bonuses, incentive salary escalators. Uh, Didn't sign it. This happens occasionally um, in free agency um, that a guy will change his mind because it's a verbal agreement, which is not enforceable, never put uh, pen to paper. Goes to the Vikings on a deal which is on paper $42 million over three years. Uh, maxes out at $44 million through incentives. Um, he's got sack incentives in 22 and 2023 of a million dollars uh, in each of those years where he gets $500,000 for eight and a half sacks or seven fifty for ten and a half sacks or twelve and, or $1 million for 12 and a half sacks. Now, it's really $22 million over two years. There's $20 million in the last year, so good luck with that. Now, Smith looks like he did in particularly that first year in Green Bay where he and Preston Smith were probably the combined the best free agent acquisition as the Smith brothers. He's got uh, five and a half sacks, which is tied for ninth in NFL, but he's third in quarterback pressures with uh, 29. And the Vikings are five and one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's uh, move over to the defending champion Rams. Now, uh, once Von Miller decided to go to the Bills, the Rams turned their attention to what some people thought wasn't a need position and signed Bobby Wagner. Wagner was released on the same day the trade for Russell Wilson was announced uh, before it was consummated could be consummated on the first day of the league year. He was released by the Seahawks uh, rather than pay him $16.6 million this year on a $20.35 million cap hit. He's 32 years old, but 2021, he had a career high 170 tackles while earning his eighth Pro Bowl selection and second team All-Pro honors. Um, he's a Southern California native from Ontario, California. Wanted to come back home. Goes to the Rams on a five-year, $50 million contract worth up to uh, $65 million through incentives. Um, some people will say Wagner's best hit this year, <laughs> and I'm saying, this, I'm saying this jokingly, was when he laid out the protester was running around the field a couple of weeks ago on Monday Night Football when the Rams uh, lost to the uh, 49ers. Now, Wagner is still looking like Bobby Wagner. If you put any stock in Pro Football Pro Focus's grades, um, Wagner is the number one, has the top grade of any off-ball linebacker for 2022. And 
they classify Michael Parsons as an edge rusher, otherwise he'd be number one. He's missed one tackle all year. Last year, the Rams had the number one run defense by pro football focus metrics, and they still have the number one run defense this year. They're sixth in total defense this year, giving up 301.3 yards per game, which is an improvement over last year when they gave up 344.9 yards per game. Um, Now, let's turn our attention to a couple of Philadelphia, more Philadelphia Eagles, but this time on the defensive side of the ball. Part of the reason that Philadelphia is 6-0 is not only did they go out and get that wide receiver uh, for Jalen Hurts, who's taking a big step forward in year three, they made some defensive moves as well. A few days after the draft, but one team's treasure, one team's trash became another team's treasure. Um, the New York uh, Giants had to release James Bradbury because of cap issues. He was a salary cap casualty. Um, they tried to trade him, couldn't find any takers. Um, he was in the final year of a three-year, $43.5 million contract, um, averaging uh, $14.5 million per year. Um, he goes to the Philadelphia Eagles on a one-year deal for base value of $7.25 million. Maxes out at um, $10 million through incentives. And this is a little bit of a pay cut for him because he was supposed to make uh, 13.5 this year. Um, so pretty substantial, not a little bit, pretty substantial haircut. But um, Bradbury has helped the Eagles have arguably the best quarterback, cornerback tandem in the NFL paired with uh, Darius Slay. Throw at him at your own peril this year. Um, opposing quarterbacks has completed 17 of 41 passes against him. It's 41.5% completion percentage. Hasn't given up a TV, TD, has two interceptions. That passer rating when you throw against him is 32.4. So Bradbury is trying to put himself in a really good position Um in free agency. The only problem is he's going to be 30 next August. So are you going to pay a 30-year-old cornerback and for how long? We saw that Stephon Gilmore, who's a little bit older, um, a couple years removed from defensive player of the year, honors kind of languished out there for a little while before signing for, I think, uh, like two years at $11.5 uh, uh, million per year. Uh, hold on a second. I'll look that up. But Nonetheless, that uh, Bradbury paying huge dividends um, for the uh, undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the 1972 Dolphins are like, can you guys please lose sometime soon so we can pop the champagne, pop them bottles? Um, Actually, that was a, for Gilmore, it's 32, a couple years older. Uh, 20 million over two years um, maxes out at 23 million of incentives. Um, Bradbury's deal averaged uh, 14 and a half million per year, so he probably doesn't think he warrants a pay cut. Probably thinks he deserves a raise based on how he's played. Now, not only did the uh, Eagles make a pickup in the secondary, 
when free agency started, they uh, added to the pass rush by signing Hassan Reddick, who gets to go back to Philadelphia. He played his college ball at Temple under recently fired uh, Panthers coach Matt Rule. And it seems like no matter what uniform you put Reddick in, he's going to get to the quarterback. In 2020, when they finally figured out that he was not an off-ball linebacker and decided, hey, he's a pass rusher when Chandler Jones got hurt, um, he tied for fourth in the NFL of 12 and a half sacks. Now, free agency didn't pay off for him uh, the way one might expect after a 12 and a half sack year, but it was, uh, it was coming off of previous years where he was looking more like a bust as a first-round pick than anything else. Took a one-year, six-million-dollar deal worth up to eight million, um, and incentives to reunite with uh, Matt Rule in Carolina. Last season had 11 sacks, so you do it back-to-back years, double-digit sacks, not a fluke anymore. Goes to the um, Eagles on a three-year, 45-million-dollar contract that has 30 million fully guaranteed. 46.5 million is what the deal maxes out at. Uh, because of incentives and salary escalators. Now, he was named Week 4's NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Um, He's got four and a half sacks this year and has five combined forced fumbles and fumble recoveries, which leads the NFL. He's tied for second. He's second with three forced fumbles and tied for second with two fumble recoveries. So, Wonder why the Eagles are 6-0? Let's see. Let's go out and get a number one receiver, and we didn't have one, in A.J. Brown. Uh, let's add another pass rusher um, to the uh, mix. Let's get a second corner to go with our all-pro corner on the other side to give us a great tandem. Let's also, um, in preseason, bring in a slot corner safety, uh, Chauncey Garner-Johnson. And you, there you go. Voila, 6-0. Last guy to talk about is Charveris Ward um, for the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners, when healthy, have the best defense in the NFL. It ain't healthy. Uh, Nick Bosa, groin injuries, missed a couple of games. Jimmy Ward, um, broken hand. He's out. Javon Kinlaw on IR, uh, defensive tackle. Corner, uh, Manuel Mosley on IR. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead. He's out as well for several weeks. Um, Ward um, came in on a three-year, $40.5 million contract to shore up the secondary, uh, $26.62 million of guarantees, $42 million max total through incentives. Um, he's done what he's supposed to do um, with this team. Um, opponents have targeted him 27 times, completed 14 passes, completion percentage of 51.9% for a 69.7 passer rating. So uh, these are the guys that I wanted to spotlight that uh, switch teams as veterans either through free agency or um, through trade that have held up the end of the bargain. Their teams have got to be very happy with them. Um, So that's going to be it for this week's Inside the Cap. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agent Stake, also on NFL salary cap and contract matters. Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.